Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris, here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We don't have that much this week. We've been keeping up on it so well. We only have a couple things to talk about. Uh, first of all, this one is kind of, I mean, it's interesting. Um, Little Mermaids, I, we can't figure, I think it's Hallie Bailey. Um, almost broke her neck filming the iconic scene of Ariel throwing her hair in the water. Um, it was seemed like a kind of clickbaity thing because she said, oh, I almost broke my neck. We don't know how true it is. But I do know the the hair that she had in is extremely long. So I wouldn't doubt that it kind of, you know, I mean, uh, would do something like that. So yeah, you got I, a lot of momentum behind that. Well, I did think it was interesting, too, the way they did it, just because it's like, you, you, I guess they're admitting it. So I was kind of like, okay, you know, you don't often see people them talk about that kind of stuff. So, you know, you when you do filming and whatnot, usually they don't come out for years later what the kind of trials and tribulations they went through. But um, yeah, I I did think it was it was kind of interesting to read it just because you don't really I don't know. You don't really hear about too many accents right afterwards, and it is coming out soonish, so it's not like you know, it, it's something that's going to be far out. So maybe they're trying to push it a little bit because there's so much um, negativity towards the film, which I don't agree with. Um, but we're going to talk about later about you know your effect as a consumer on a movie and things of that nature, um, but. We're going to go ahead and go straight into the, the biggest news probably we have, which is um, Disney Animation might not rebound after having two flops in 2022. The first year being Lightyear, first one being Lightyear, second one being Strange World. And Strange World lost nearly $200 million as worst box office flop of 2022. Now, Tim and I have talked about the ulterior reasons for why it did so bad. Um, what was the, it was, you said it was the critic score was like 70, 79%. And then I think you said, uh, uh, viewer score was like 66. Yeah. So there is some stuff in there. There is some, you know, I'm going to toss out probably 10 to 15% of the reviews because there are same sex parents in it. And you know that there's going to be a portion of people who don't like that. But the big problem for me with that movie was when it came out, literally, we did not, no one, I never saw anything about it up until a week before when it said coming out this Friday. And I'm like, what's coming out this Friday? And it just so happened, I believe Pierce Brosnan's in it. And I believe he was also promoting Black Adam around the same time. So people, that's the only reason why I found out about it was because Pierce Brosnan was talking about how much fun he had doing voiceover work. And it was kind of like, you know, we've talked about the rumor about um, how there was supposed to be a sequel to um, one of the Disney movies, but they pushed Lilo and Stitch instead because the studio didn't like the person who was making the other movie. And it does seem like everyone I've talked to has not liked the film at all for one reason or another. They say it's very convoluted. They're just It's kind of all over the place. There's, there's not real story to it. Um, but what's hilarious is I'm going to roll right into this because close to those scores, Tim can look them up again, but critic score was way higher than the, the audience. 
Super Mario Brothers is killing it at the box office. Um, they've already made over $500 million. It's the highest uh, grossing video game, uh, video game adaptation ever. And it has a 59% critic, 96% fan or viewer. And all I can say is, is people literally... I'm possibly it's partially wokeness. And I think partially it's people who they have to give it a lower score because it's not a, like a legit movie. I'm not going to lie. It's not a legit movie. It's a kid's movie that apparently that has some adult humor. I've heard people watching it and say, it's very fun to watch. It's a fun movie. And I'm like, awesome. But they promoted the heck out of it. And as you can see, like, you pick who you want to be in the movie. Jack Black went to the premiere with a suit that had spikes on the back that looked just like Bowser, and he had like a crown thingy on. He was dressed the part. All of them got into those characters and had a blast. I have heard the actress who I heard is amazing that plays Princess Peach. They go, um, her voice performance is lacking is what they said. That's what probably some of the critics didn't like. But in general, it's doing so phenomenally that I guarantee they're going to end up um, doing a sequel. There's no doubt in my mind there's going to be another one. Because they've, oh, yeah. they've been making this one for, it's been almost, what, four or five years? It's been, it's it's been, been a, while. a while. Yep. Well, and the thing is, is with it, you don't know what you were going to get until it came out. Because the last kind of Super Mario uh, movie... Um, <clears throat> was um i guess you could say the live action one or yeah. whatnot with john, john uh, Leguizamo. Leguizamo and yeah. um oh uh, what's his name smee yep and um who framed roger rabbit and i can't think of his name but um <clears throat> and he's that... in the one with jet lee <laughs> okay bob hodges um, Bob Hoskins, yes. Bob Hoskins, there you go. Um, Bob Hoskins, yes, yes, yes. And um, so, you know, and then, you know, there's controversy with Legazamo saying that he wasn't going to see it because of, well, I forgot what it was. He you know, said there was a to, lack of Hispanic characters. Of Hispanic characters or whatnot, even though the brothers are Italian, but okay. Um, <clears throat> anyhow, uh, but even with him doing that, obviously, um, I mean, no offense to him, but didn't seem like he got that many uh, people to not watch it because, like you said, it is just tearing, tearing it up. And we even said, you know, Jack Black wanted um, what Pedro Pascal to be uh, Wario in the in the uh, in the sequel if they do it. So, I mean, you know, it can I mean, you could definitely do a sequel on it with just how Super Mario is. I mean, you could probably have, you know, two, three, maybe even four of them. Now, with this one doing so well, you know, hopefully you get the same voice actors back again to do, you know, a number two with obviously introducing newer ones and newer characters. But it's going to have to do well as well um, on it, uh, you know, and not have the, uh, you know, the sequel flop. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, it's... Every week you see something, you know, global box office, this, that, um, highest grossing video game movie adaptation, adaptation ever. So, I mean, the proof's in the pudding. 
And like I said, with not knowing what type of Super Mario Brother movie it's going to be, obviously it's one that everyone has liked. Yeah, and you know, I don't know. I feel like I feel like critics are hating on this movie just because a lot of people don't like Chris Pratt. Um, they don't like the accent aspect of it. There's a lot of stuff they don't like. But right. And I think there's and with it being a video game adaptation, movie adaptation, I think that knocks it down some as well in some critics' mind. Yes. Like you start yes. off with a hundred and before they even watch the movie, it's already down to like let's say an, a ninety-four because of you know the reasons that you listed, it being this, it being that. So it's like hold on, wait, why are you already docking it before you've even watched it? And like you said, with Rotten Tomatoes, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Um, but you're going to have the critics that, and you see in the review, um, I didn't like this movie because I don't like video games. Okay, but that's, you're not basing it on because it's not what you don't like. You should right. be not have any preconceived notions going into well, it and and if you do then how can you give it a fair score i also think there's a problem too with the fact that technically if you you and i could technically do this because we have a podcast we have a a, a channel for our voice so technically we could approve uh, you know apply to get critic status so i know okay. there's probably a handful of them in there that are just anti everything because there is that one guy who um on the Jordan Peele movie, um, was it Nope? Alone, Nope, yeah. On Nope, he said legitimately, um, like, he voted, he was the only negative review, because he likes to give negative reviews. So, that is one main reason why I don't like it. One positive thing, though, is that the song Peaches from Super Mario Brothers movie, that is sung by Jack Black, has charted at number 84 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, the first of any of from Jack Back solo to chart because he has had some with Tenacious D chart before. The cool part is, is that this will get him qualified for a Grammy as well as potentially an Oscar for for mm. score kind of thing. So, yep, uh, yeah. Have you um, listened to the song? It's god awful. Oh, I haven't even listen to it there's a part of it where literally um he just keeps saying peaches over and over again peaches 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 like that like it's just it's, it's over and over again in the jack black way that's funny yeah well i mean hey obviously they've you know liked it it's like um what was it in uh in Kanto, you know, it, they pushed the one song, uh the was it Family Madrigal song or something like that. Yes. And it was We Don't Talk About Bruno was the one that took over and, mm -hmm. and went with it. So Yeah, you're you right. Know, the only I think the only one that really um that I can remember that was basically was going to be a hit before even the movie came out was Blood Go from Frozen. I mean, we everyone knew that, that song before the movie even came out. I mean, they pushed that thing hard. So, I mean, with doing that, the, you know. Yeah, I think, and the difference was, too, is I'm pretty sure that when that one came out, we were having, um, 
like they were they were heavily being considered for um whatchamacallit for like nomination status like they were trying to find something that would legitimately be something that they would yeah right exactly and i feel bad for pharrell because that was the same uh year as happy from the minions and i love that song yeah but But you gotta think though basically let it go took it and i can't stand let it go but happy is also a separate song though too though and that's the difference is let it go was legitimately made just for the film so right yeah well i mean we, we we will see what happens with um this jack black song i'll play it for tim when we're playing games later so he can um freak out and not like it at all but um the next topic this one right here is this is hilarious so indiana jones 5 got pushed up by a whopping two days so they're blowing it up like oh i got pushed up and i think what it is is they're they're pushing up movies from the friday release day to a thursday release day and well and it got pushed up by two days in ireland and the uk yeah so there's been no movement for us so if you're in ireland and uk you get it well and here's here's a here's a thing though it's still dropping on the 30th, but you can watch it the ninth night of the 29th because that's considered a 30th release date. So Right, exactly. It's just like, you know, anything you like for us, we could get it at nine o'clock Pacific Standard Time because it's already released at midnight on Eastern. Yeah. You know, same um, thing like with video game releases and whatnot. Now, these next four topics are huge. Very huge for different reasons. Three of them are, are huge for one reason. And the other one is huge because I like it. Um, so <laughs> there is a new Johnny Depp and Amber Heard documentary series in the works. I'm not going to elaborate on it because if you want to Google it and find it, you can. These things take forever to come through. If it comes out fast, it's going to be trash, and I'm going to love it. If it takes forever, it's going to be trash, and I'm going to love it. So either way, I'm going to love it. Right, exactly. And it'll uh, be curious on who they get for it. If it's going to be, you know, do they get Johnny Depp? Do they get Amber Heard? Do they get one and not the other? You know, depending on it, because there's been times where it's like, oh, hey, there's this. Oh, no, wait, they don't want to be interviewed on it or don't want to be a part of it because of X, Y, and Z. Or they're in a lawsuit already with some things. So I can't say anything because it could possibly be incriminating um, evidence, you know, to myself because we're already, we're, in a uh, a trial are already yeah so i mean we'll see what they do who do they do get in it because it could be another thing like apparently um because peacock has cocaine bear um mm-hmm. i guess there's a documentary and someone laughed because the true thing about cocaine bear for those who don't know the true story is he got into some cocaine but but he basically died almost immediately after he got into the cocaine um the only thing that was true, they say, from the movie to real life, was that the dude from the airplane's parachute failed and he landed in someone's driveway and died. That legitimately happened. Um, but and I guess the bear they, eating cocaine. And the bear eating cocaine. And apparently and they said that that it's kind of hilarious because the, the bear is stuffed. We've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Um, you could go take but, a picture with it people are all mad because they go to watch the documentary about cocaine bear and there's bears not in it. And 
you know, because it's like I think it's called like the truth about cocaine bear. And watch this Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial is going to be all like ancillary side characters who don't have anything to do with much. So we'll see what happens. Um, right. I'll be curious to see how they uh, portray the the, well, the jar of cocaine. And speaking of that, um, so this is not in here. I was going to bring it up. I saw an interesting interview. So did you, so you know how we covered the fire festival? Yes. Did you know that, you know how the guy that, that did it went to jail? Yes. He was going to go to jail regardless of whether it was a success or not. What do you go to jail for? Tax evasion? Tax fraud? No, he went to jail for, um, uh, fraud in general because he misled investors to believe what was going on. So basically if he would have pulled it off, he flat out, I saw an interview with him. He goes, I would have gone to jail regardless because I still defrauded the investors. Because he still defrauded. Yeah. About he what probably was wouldn't happen. have maybe not have gone to jail for as long because probably would have got a return on the investment. But at the end of the day, it was still fraud. No, he would have gone the same because because it wouldn't have mattered because it was still fraudulent. But I it thought that was interesting. No what, I yeah. thought it was interesting because, you know, talking about, you know, these documentaries. Yeah, I guess with that one, it would have been a, a civil court matter as the investors then going against him personally to get their money back after the fact. Yep. Exactly. That's um, funny. This one is the one that has me concerned. So... The Writers Guild members have approved a vote to strike amidst growing concerns running streaming platforms. Now, the big concern for most of these writers is that basically it's almost impossible now for you to hold on to kind of any kind of idea really with a script because there's so many people working in so many different areas and there's so many different shows. Before you'd be able to sell a script and they'd be out in the atmosphere. And you still get a credit on it or whatever. And I think what's happening now with the streaming services is that basically they have these teams of people who are just they're hiring them as staff writers or whatever, like you would like a talk show or something. And maybe they're not union. I don't know. And there's just people are worried that, you know, how can we get guaranteed money? Because people are going to start lowballing. They're not going to get the paid their worth. So they're demanding, I think, because streaming is not included in their last contract. Because the last time they strike, there was a strike, a writer's strike, was when The Office was on the air. So like 2007, I think, 2006, 7, or 8. And we lost a lot of shows. A lot of shows got canceled because of that writer's strike. Because they got renewed, the writers went on strike, and then they would have to try to create something new because a lot of the viewership was gone once that came through. So... It's going to be interesting to see what happens with this because they don't necessarily have to strike. They just have approved the vote to strike. And a lot of people don't realize, too, a lot of actors who are writers will then have to not be in their shows or movies because they have to support the writers. So um, you don't want to cross that line. Um, that's when a lot of reality TV picked up the last time was when they had to strike because there's nothing to watch but reality TV. Right, exactly. And um, with reality TV, it's unscripted, so you don't need anybody to write the scripts. Quote unquote unscripted. <laughs> um, next, Idris Alba is going to be back voicing the titular role of Knuckles in a spinoff of 
Sonic the Hedgehog for Paramount Plus. I am stoked for this. You don't often get the original person to reprise their role because it's going straight to streaming. So this is very exciting to see because I do like Idris Elba and everything that he does. I truly wish he was going to be the next James Bond. I think he'd be amazing James Bond. My wife heard him speak for the first time his true accent and her heart started pumping, you know, extra because he's a very, he has a very sexy accent. Um, I don't know if Tim knows he's very British, very British. Well, like nice. he speaks the proper Queen's English. So that's how he's, he's proper. He's not like Jason Statham who speaks Cockney. He speaks the proper Queen's English. So, um, and this last one is hilarious because I own a DVD from here that I had to pay $25 for, for Gamer. You remember that one, Gamer? Yeah. After 25 years, Netflix is sending its last buy mail DVD this September. So they will get it. <clears throat> is it September or October? I thought it was October. Uh, well, maybe it's they'll send it in September, but you'll have until October to return it. No, it's November's the return date. That's why I know it's October. Uh, did we describe 25 years? And his last DVD by mail of September. Uh, we'll send its last one's subscribers in September. Yeah, everything. Our final discs on September 29th, 2023. And then they have to return it by the following month. Um, so the funny kinda... thing is, is I didn't even, I for, or maybe I just, since everything is streaming, is didn't even know that they still did the Netflix by mail. Because when I first signed up for Netflix, which was years ago, it was awesome. I mean, you two, get it two in the mail. DVDs. And they yep. had the return package. Everything they had the great. return package. Yep. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. It was awesome. And you could queue up the next ones in there Yep. and just have it. And then Redbox came along and I just switched to Redbox instead. Well, and the thing was, is I believe, remember the, remember the game version of that? They had a game one like that, yep. too. Yep. I, I tested. Yep. I tested that one out for a little bit and I didn't like it because it was right when the, um, you would have multiplayer and then you would have like an online version of it. And the, they would send you the multiplayer. And if you want the online, you had to pay for the online yep. version of it. So they would give uh, it to you, but then you would have to pay yep. to access like the online. I'm like, no, I want it for the online. So it was, well, it wasn't I did, like. I did like the gamer one just because it was, it, they didn't charge you. They charge you a monthly fee. Mm-hmm. And it was like I think it was like twenty four ninety nine a month, yep, something like that. But then, like, if you had a game you liked a lot, you could keep it for as long as you wanted. They right. just charged you every month. You but just get charged every month. Yeah. Technically, there was one month I went through three games, so that saved me, you know, taking it to GameStop and returning it. And right, exactly, exactly. And that was the thing is that you know you could get. I mean, like you said, you could do a game a week. You know, if you if you get it right or if there's something, ooh, I really like this one, I'm going to hold on to it for a little bit longer. Or this one, ah, wasn't what I liked, um, you know, and send it back after a couple of days, delete the save data on, you know, whatever system you're using. So it didn't bog up with a whole bunch of these save point or uh, saved games that you only played for a couple hours. No, it well, was and- awesome to test out games. And then there'd be games that, eh, I don't know if I'm going to like this, but you know what? It's on here. Click it and see when they send it to me yeah and netflix had the big thing too was um 
I think some of the post offices, it eventually got scanners in them. So basically, when they would get scanned in the system as being shipped, it would automatically oh. tell them it was getting it back. And it yep. would it key it in basically and say, hey, we're sending you your new one. Send you out the new one. Yep, uh-huh. ex- exactly. Because they think at that point, okay, it's already in the post office's hands. Yep. It's, you know, it's safe. So after 25 years, it's gone. Um, like I told Tim, I lost the gamer DVD and I ended up finding it when we moved out of our old house. I ended up paying uh, $25 for it. I'll never forget that. And now I have a bunch of DVDs in my my bar and Blu-rays that are worth nothing. Absolutely nothing. I don't even know where to watch them anymore. Well, not only that, and, you know, remember that was, you know, Blu-ray. Well, what was it? It was a battle between HD DVD and Blu-ray DVD. And then obviously Blu-ray won. Um, And it was, you know, next quality, you know, yada, yada, yada. And now you've got, what was it? Then 720 came, 1080, like you know what, uh, you know 1170 or whatever. Now you're at 4K, 5K. So all of those ones now you probably look at it, it's like, man, was this standard definition? It's like, no, dude, this was, you know, Blu-ray. And then PlayStation has had the uh, all their disc were Blu-ray and had the Blu-ray player in them. You could not only play. Um, playstation games in it but you can watch blu-ray dvds in it well and so people don't know for those who don't know so hd was the outside version of blu-ray basically because sony had the rights to blu-ray players and they would basically say that's that's why xbox does not have blu-ray players in them when they came out because they did not allow them to put that technology into them they were only allowing them into playstations and actual blu-ray people that paid for it and I remember the HD thing that everyone loved was it has it had some of them had features like Amazon has now where you could see information from the movie on the HD DVD. It would have like a feature where it would be like, oh, this film, this scene was filmed here, like pop up video kind of style. Mm-hmm. And but it just fell by the wayside. So I think HD only lasted probably six months to a year. And then yeah, Blu-ray it- stuck around for longer. Yeah, it was very short-lived. I remember a buddy that had some HD DVDs. He's like, I don't even know what to do with them anymore. Because the, technically, the HD DVDs could play on a Blu-ray, but a Blu-ray can't play could. on an HD DVD player. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, and Sony, I think they eventually got sued because it was some sort of monopoly on it or something. Probably, but, um, or if the, or you know, the patent, not necessarily that the patent expired on it, but their exclusivity on it probably expired, and then they weren't. How would you say, uh, playing nice in the sandbox with everyone else, and yeah, probably got taken to court or. Well, I know that I know that they let it expire. I think after everyone realized that Blu-rays weren't going to be a thing anymore. Or, right, and, exactly. You know, now you can just get it. I'd, I'd rather get it. So for the like, I'd get my stuff sometimes when I want to buy a movie. If I actually want to buy it, buy it. I buy it through Apple because Apple has a feature where it's automatically upgradable. So basically, let's say, for instance, I buy a movie that's from like 2010. It's one of my favorite movies. And it's not in HD or quality or anything like that. Um, uh, and basically what happened was. He basically, they, it's hard to explain. So I'm losing my train of thought now. 
Um, well, and like I said, with the Apple, if you buy in standard or sorry, that's you what know, it was. Yeah. Low, low definition, when they redo it and make it at a higher definition, you get you, it free. You, you get, get it free. for whatever the higher definition is, like you said, for for free. Yeah, so if you that's what it was. If you buy standard division de- definition and there's not a higher definition, because most of the times when they only have standard definition, the HD is not going to be available. And they do like it's like it's like an upscaling process where they upscale the video and they make it look crisper and cleaner. And they clean it up, but it's not true HD. So they'll, right. they, they'll call it HD, but they'll give it to you for free. That's what I was going to say. There we go. Yeah. Now, when they do that, have you had any instances where you've bought a movie, say, in standard, and they've come back and we've done it in HD? Is there a way, like, will it say, oh, now this is now an HD, or give you, like, a little, uh, I like, haven't, I haven't check done it mark yet. or no, something by it? or for me. Okay. I was just curious if it, it gave you any notification of it, or it just is on there, and you're like, oh, huh. I guess this is upgraded now. If you, you know, remember that you bought it in lower quality. I'll have to double check it because I haven't seen anything that yet that does that. But I mean, there's a possibility. Right. Hey, but that that is that is cool because they could say, oh, nope, you bought it in that. And now it's in, you know, 4K or 1080p. And oh, sorry, you still have to watch it in standard definition. Yeah, I I, I want to look at that and see if there's anything that I, I have that has changed because I don't even know. Here's the problem is, is like I I don't have that much stuff on um, from it. I, I, I don't even know. Oh, so there's purchased. So I don't even know how much I have. I don't even know if I have movies. So I have all the Fantastic Beasts and Harry Potter on there. But here's the thing. So some of these, like um, Step Brothers, Jane Silent Bob Reboot, and Jojo Rabbit, I got those as DVDs or Blu-rays, and I was able to put the code in. They had a second code, and you uh, could pick where you do it. And you could do the digital download of it. Yes, so there's a digital download of that. So let's oh. see. So Rick and Morty, Parks and Rec. So I have all of Parks and Rec. Let me look and see real quick if it has anything... It says HD, and I know for a fact I did not pay for HD. For HD. Nope, there so you that go. Is, that's probably one of the ones, because I do know they went back on Parks and Rec, and they did crisp it up a little bit. Um, and also, uh, Peacock is the only one that I know of that does um, the extras, the bonuses. Um, so... Like if you like The Office, they have this. They call them super fan episodes, where they're the basically the full episode with no edits and stuff like that. Um, so if you do like that kind of stuff, you know you have it there. So actually, in The Office, I have on Apple is also it says available in SD. So I, I guess season four. That's the first time I bought. Um, I bought Rick and Morty, but yeah, no. There's a lot, a lot of things that you could, you know. Remember now that it's all gone. It's making me um, feeling very nostalgic. So, you know, RIP to the delivery. For those of you that are still getting it, it's crazy that you're still getting it because I didn't even know they still exist. So, <laughs> right. You better better put a whole bunch in the queue before uh, the end of September. Get your money's worth. Um, next, we're going into gaming. Um, 
So Sega has confirmed that they're going to purchase, they're set to purchase Angry Birds developer Rovio for $775 million. There you go. That is crazy. And I wonder how, because like Angry Birds, you know, obviously it was hot there and then they did, you know, Strike While the Iron was hot and did the movies and whatnot. And obviously, you know, obviously it's a developer for Angry Birds. So you're not getting just Angry Birds. You're getting other stuff that's gone with it. But I wonder what that price would have been if this was, um, you know, when Angry Birds was the hot commodity. Well, so you got to think. So when it comes to Angry Birds, though, um, there's like four different games that I can think of offhand that are Angry Birds related. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see, you know, what the direction they take with it. And if it actually ends up doing anything, they might just bail on it and be like, you know, we were just buying them for, for this reason. So they might have bought them for, you know, uh, they're going to use the technology they have. I know a lot of people do that. They'll say, oh, look, I like the technology from this. And they're going to, you know, do that. So, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. I haven't um, played Angry Birds in a very long time, so I don't even know if it's fun. Right. Well, it said they confirmed its intentions. You know, Sega has confirmed its intentions to purchase the company. The main purchase, the main purpose of this acquisition is to utilize Rovio's live service expertise to bring Sega's current and new titles to the global market gaming to the sorry titles to the global mobile gaming market plus expand transmedia opportunities it says Sega's looking to spend roughly 775 million to acquire the company yeah so I guarantee that's that that's what it is um they're basically trying to get people to basically develop their stuff for mobile. <clears throat> for mobile, yep. Hey, smart. Obviously, they've had Angry Birds, and that is was a hit for a long period of time, so they know what they're doing. I mean, uh, that one was Angry Birds was like I think the first viral viral game. Uh, then it was like that Flappy Bird. But Angry Birds was like the first game you see everyone had to have it on their phone. Was the OG, yep, the one that just exploded. Exploded, yeah. Um, and then lastly in gaming, WB Games has revealed that Harry Potter Quidditch Champions, a new Quidditch-based multiplayer game for PC and con- consoles, is getting a playtest that fans can sign up for now. Um, it does not seem as advanced graphically as the Hogwarts Legacy game, it seems more of like uh, the Tales of the Walking Dead-esque kind of look, more cartoony to the characters that we've seen so far. Um, but I will say it sounds like a fun thing, and especially they're probably capitalizing on all the people that wanted to play Quidditch in Hogwarts Legacy and couldn't, and you could only fly and race. So, Right, exactly. Yeah, it kind of looks um, Fortnite-esque, you know, with it yes. a little bit as yes. far as you know the graphics and everything yep uh now we're gonna move into the other amusement park pile where we um 
The armed man is arrested outside popular Cincinnati theme park, Kings Island. I've actually been by there. Kings Island has one of those cool wave pools where they basically you could do the surfing and whatnot. And I'll never forget it because my I have family in Cincinnati, and there's a famous surfer named Rob Machado, and he takes a skimboard and he flips it around like it's a skateboard on the water park there. It's pretty cool. Oh, um, nice. So now they're just people are going around with guns everywhere now, apparently. Um, awesome. Um, this one was interesting because I think this will be an amazing attribute, but I don't know if this will work for all wands. But the wand engraving is now available at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal Orlando Resort. Now, I know some of them are kind of plasticky, so I don't know if that's going to work. Um, fun fact when I was at Disneyland, um, you can have anything embroidered as long as it's fabric, shirt, sweatshirt, any baseball hat. It doesn't have to be just ears. They will engrave anything you can give them. Just so oh, you nice. know. Yeah. Some dude walked up with a lunch pail and she's like, let me look at it. She's like, no, it has, a, it has a liner. We can't do that. She's like, if it was a regular lunch pail that had no liner. Oh, they didn't have a it. liner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or something or you could remove the liner or something on yep. it. Exactly. They said as long as, yeah, as long as it was a certain style. We could do it. So oh, that's cool. Yep. Next time you're there, Tim, do it. Yeah. Don't hold your breath on that one. Uh, moving on to the Disney parks pile, the general um, celebrate spooky season early at with Disney with halfway to Halloween Disney at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Um, I heard about this. Haven't seen much about it, but I did see that it was kind of. Um, Everyone was freaking out because everyone loves Halloween. So, um, and I knew it was six months away because Dutch Bros reminded me that it's halfway to my birthday. Thank you, Dutch Bros, <laughs> for making me feel super old. Right. So, um, and lastly, in the general pile, this one's crazy. I didn't see who they were, but I saw what they were doing. Uh, social media personalities are jailed for selling fake Duffy and Friends plush on Chinese TikTok. They look legit. They're not legit. I don't know how they're getting them, you know, they're getting them from somewhere and they're flipping them. So, right. Uh, but the thing is, is to push them on TikTok social media. It's just like the guys that, you know, are doing the ears and whatnot. It's like, what are you, do you guys not think that Disney or nobody looks at that or nobody's, or it's eventually going to get to somebody that knows somebody or, or what it's, I don't, I don't know, man. It's All I know. Or, I mean, I guess, you do it and take the money and run until you get caught. When you get caught, it's like, okay, well, here you go. Here's what I got. See you later. How much did you make off of it? I don't know. All I know is, you know, the, what we hear about the Chinese government, the, the last thing I'd be doing would be selling fake stuff on the internet. Especially on TikTok, which is run by China. Yeah. So, um, Disney Resorts Abroad, Disney begs guests to not use bathroom in public at park in Disneyland Paris. Um, I guess obviously they're having a problem with that. Well, see, I didn't know this until I, I watched some weird some weird story on the news where apparently it's really popular like in London, like England, to just pee in the street and pee on buildings. And so they started putting these like translucent um, the outdoor like urinals outdoor or urinals. bathrooms. Yes. Yep. Because it was so prevalent. So maybe something in Europe where it's just customary to pee where you're at. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. No, it, yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah. 
Um, moving on to the Walt Disney World pile, like we said, we're going wham bam. We got not much for you, but we got enough. Enough. Um, crowds vanished from Walt Disney World Park, nearly empty. I did see this. It was crazy because it looked, um, you know, it did look abandoned. Okay, we'll say right there. Okay, there's it's a multiple all tied together. Um, Disney Park officially hits lowest wait times in a year. Disney World drops reservation requirements for guests. And um, Tron Lifecycle Run virtual queue stayed open for a record 93 minutes. Um, and that's crazy to me because technically a lot of these the virtual queues, you couldn't. So let's say me and Tim and our wives all go to tr- Disney, Disney World together. Technically, we can all like I could get us all passes for the virtual queue. If we, as long as we all tie our each other's counts to our each our passes, and then if Tim gets us in at a later time, that's four more. So technically, if you go with four people, you could get four separate reservation times, and it's still taking ninety three minutes. And that tells me there's there's nobody there. So hallway, say say that again with the four. So technically, so if, when you do the, the the check the virtual queue. And you are all on my Disney Pass thing, so the app. I can. That's how you have to get everyone into your queue. Right. So technically, if we all do it, we could get separate reservations for multiple people. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think with virtual queue, if you, so if they do the seven o'clock one, and say you ride the ride before, you know, say they do seven o'clock and one o'clock virtual queues or something. Uh-huh. Um, on that, you have to ride the ride before you could get the next virtual queue at one o'clock. So if you don't, if you haven't ridden it by one o'clock, you can't get another virtual queue on it um, by one o'clock. So even uh, if you're not the party leader, you only can do it one time. Yes, because you're the, the all the party leader does is make the reservations. Um, but everyone, everything is tied to that. And it's like having a, uh, um, well, I guess fast pass isn't that because they, after, after two hours, you could book another one, but with the virtual queues, like when we did it at, at Disneyland before COVID with rise of the resistance, we couldn't book, um, like uh, you be the party leader at the seven o'clock one, and then I be the party leader at the one o'clock one, and book it uh-huh. uh, because we hadn't ridden it yet. And I can't remember is even if you do write it, I think you're only allowed to get at at that time because it was new, only one virtual queue uh, a day for that. Uh, okay. But that was before when uh, that. But that was before. Well, you could only get one a day when we went because there was only one being offered. But I can't remember on it now. But I think you can't, like how you're saying, getting it four different times. I, I'm fairly certain that you can't um, do that. Well, because, then that makes because, because even, the pass is whether even... it's linked to you, me, or your wife or my wife. There, it, it's all it's the same grouping. Well, it is a little confusing then because I feel like there's just there's so much 
it, it makes sense now that it would go that long then because if you're if you're getting in so that tells me that if it's open for an hour and a half basically mm-hmm. that means people are getting there for an hour and a half and going oh i'm gonna go ahead and get this right exactly um and it'll be curious well and that's with you know now the spring break crowd has left and everything like that where it sold out in seconds if not minutes if if it stayed open longer than seconds yeah so for night if you know for 93 minutes that's that's really interesting um on that now i wonder if they will take the virtual queue away before summer happens or if they're going to stick with it because once summer happens guarantee it those times are going to be you know back in the mid uh back in the uh like you know one to two to five minutes i think what they should do i think what they normally do is they they basically slowly turn it off and then they have it as the option to yeah the, yeah so um yep, nugs exactly congrats to disney world for making it that way um uh and also the muppets make a surprise disney park debut in disney world which is kind of cool you know, they're trying to pump up the new show, I assume. So we'll see. Um, Disney makes major faux pas with latest shirt. I didn't get to see the shirt. Yeah, so the shirt, I'm trying to pull it up now. Um, it says Ladies XXL. So I think what it is, um, it's a, and it's a, it's a Tron shirt. Um Tron light cycle shirt uh, on it. Um, but I'm trying to think in the no fans were cuckoos playing the Disney shirt. Oh, okay. That the shirt isn't for sale. Instead, it's a sample size for guests ordering custom. Okay. So it's a shirt that isn't for sale, um, but you could try it on to make uh for guests ordering a customized tron light cycle run shirt so you could do custom print shirts um like they say before dropping money on the wrong side shirt so it's basically a shirt to try on and it has it says ladies xxl on it because that's the size of the shirt so basically they're saying that identifying it it, it's it's making okay makes sense now so now it makes it's not that you could that you're gonna see people walking around with the shirt that says ladies XXL. You're on trying it, it on yeah. and it says it makes you feel you're tr- exactly and it's it's right across the you know um the front of the shirt so you don't have to sit there and look at the tag or anything. It's big right in front of it, but it's it's supposed to be like that. And it's like I said, it's a shirt that you can't buy. So now I wonder how many people are gonna go to Etsy and start creating those shirts and start wearing them around the park. Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe I need to do that. Um, Go. We are getting. We got a a a Guardians of the Galaxy Skyliner popcorn bucket coming to Epcot, obviously for the new movie. So not a surprise there. Um, Tinkerbell, Fawn, and Baloo meet and greets at Disney's Animal Kingdom for the 25th anniversary of Earth Day celebration, which uh, you can't go wrong with meeting Baloo because Baloo's the best. But I prefer if it was Baloo the pilot from tailspin and not mm-hmm. baloo from the jungle book because baloo from tailspin is my favorite and also and what, what was the what was the um what's the kid's name 
that used to surf on the clouds behind Baloo. What? From Tailspin. I don't remember. Oh. But what's yes. the... Because um, they also have... What's his face? What, McLeod? Is McLeod one of them, too? Um, I don't know. Baloo von Brunwald the 13th. Kit. Yep. So you had Baloo. Oh, I didn't even realize this. So it's Baloo. It's Don Carnage. Rebecca Cunningham, which was the girlfriend. Kit Cloud Kicker. It was only on for 49 episodes. Or yep, 66, Kit Cloud Kicker. The Sea Duck. That was the best plane ever. Jim Cummings was in it as well as a bunch of, vo- of voices. Yeah, what was what was the one? What was his friend's name? Oh, someone else did Kit Cogger when it started. Louis Wildcat. No. Louis and Wildcat are good friends. It's not Wildcat. It was like his right hand man. Ooh, character gallery. There we go. Oh, you can see the pictures. Yeah, but it's all basically of Baloo and Kit. Yeah, I know which one, what guy you're talking about, but... I don't see him at all in any of these. Why can't I see him in any of these? Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong show. Oh, I'm thinking of DuckTales. That's my Ooh. problem. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, because DuckTales is the one I'm thinking of. Is, I think his name's McLeod. Because they're basically the same show for the most part. Not the new DuckTales. Sorry, I want the old DuckTales. That was on in 87. Right. Wow, the guy that played Scrooge, has he already passed away? He looks old. 99 episodes for that one. And it literally, it ended when the uh, aforementioned tailspin started. There we go. Launchpad McQuack. That was my favorite. Launchpad. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, wild, <laughs> Wildcat in um, Tailspin was like the mechanic who's just in the coveralls. Okay. So the guy that voiced Scrooge, man, he acted for a long time. Well, he was Scrooge McDuck in 2015 and 2016. That's awesome. And he was in a bunch of games. So he did the voice until he passed away. That is awesome. Congrats nice. to him. Yeah. Um, Sunny Eclipse animatronic leaks fluid, discharges smoke before collapsing on his keyboard at Cosmic Riot Ray's Starlight Cafe. They just pulled this thing out and fixed it and worked on it. Right. It just got uh, put back like two weeks ago. It, yeah. It's awesome. Obviously, somebody didn't do uh, that great of a job. No. No, they didn't. But it's funny, like you said, when it's smoking, there's some. Oh, yeah. No, it's. I'm it's smoking bad. Watching the video. Yeah, it is. No bueno. No. Well, um, I guess what's going to get um, refurbed again? And my favorite two stories this week from Disney World. Parents drag puking kids to Disney World. 
smart don't do that's, it. What you, that's what you want to do is what you want to do i mean i don't care if this is you know if i spent all this money or whatnot but is it going to be worth dragging my puking kids to disney world no it's not going to be worth it at all it's going to be worse mm-hmm. you want your kids better so they can go back home because that's what you're going to do you're going back home you're not doing anything else and yeah, lastly exactly. child was whipped by parent at disney walt disney world with a dog leash mm-hmm. don't care what well, your kid did it's not appropriate i'm sorry well what was it you know last week you had the parent that dragged the kid with the uh, with the harness so this week you had him you know whip the kid with the dog leash i mean if you want to however you discipline your kid i'm not going to tell you or whatnot Probably not the best way to do it, especially at a, um, uh, well, let's see, Walt Disney World. So they have four theme parks, and every year the four theme parks are in, like, the top five, let's just say top six of most attended theme parks in the world. So probably not a good look to do that out in public when it's, you know, uh, attendance-wise, it's no matter which one you go, even the lowest attended one is still in, you know, the top 10. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure somebody's going to see that and report it. Um, but yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. Man, people now to finish us off with the Disney land resort, uh, pile, Iconic character is still missing from Pirates of the Caribbean at Disney. Was that the redhead? Um, no, she was there when we went there. Um, but I think what it is is it's um, uh, the pirate that um, that sits above the walkway that you go under that has the missing sock. Oh, so I know that they were missing a pig for a while from the pig pen. Yeah, they'll do a pig or sometimes like the donkey will go missing. um, But they will just have the door closed because it's sticking its head out of the the door singing. Yeah. Well, that's sad. Um, Victim scammed out of hundreds of in Disneyland ticket scheme. Um, This is actually all over the Internet. I saw that people were selling their quote-unquote unused tickets and they would buy them and they would have been used already right exactly i mean and plus even if not you you can't do it i mean disney has been very privy to this from years ago you know before covid and even like five years before that so they're big on that and then now you basically have to have the the ticket just to book a time so i don't see how people Mm -hmm. think that's that's gonna happen and they take your picture too now, whether it's a one, you know, before it was just, it was yep. just the one days they take your picture. And when we went, we bought the three day um, and they took our picture on that. So any, I mean, and then annual passes, obviously they just take your picture once and it's linked once, to it. Once, yeah. Uh, yeah. But any one, it's, so it shows your mugshot right there on it. Yep. Um, incredibly rare characters are coming to Disneyland. Which Who's on coming? that. It's um, it's the uh, after dark um, um, events that they're doing, and it's the what they call it, 
Disneyland After Dark throwback nights. So Disneyland yes. of the 50s and 60s. So actually this happened as we record this uh, last night and then again um, tomorrow night. So, and I know someone was there. Nice. So a lot of fun with it. They'll, you know, it's the, so it's fifties and sixties. So it's older characters like the dad from the carousel of progress. The, um, Oh, here it is. Uh, Tomorrowland to meet mother and father from Walt Disney's carousel of progress. They're going to have, um, Oh, uh, I guess I'll say hello to Mr. Morrow. Yes. Mr. Tom Morrow from the classic flat of the moon attraction. Uh, three little pigs, big bad wolf, uh, Mickey Minnie will appear on Main Street. Um, and also, they are going to have the um, what do they call it? The Spaceman and Space Woman from Tomorrowland as well. Space Couple. There we go. So they're bringing about bringing back out the old school ones. So if you want to do cool. that, well, if you already hear this, probably already too late, but maybe it's- not. Too late. Um, illuminated lightsaber umbrella is available at Disneyland Resort for $69.99. I thought they already had these before. I don't know, but if they had them when I was there, I would have got one because they look awesome. And especially because they illuminate. Hmm. So I guess that just means I have to make another trip. Yeah, you'll have to do that. Um, Autotopia inexplicably derails with guests on board. Um yeah i don't know i think it can happen but i don't know how it happened right exactly that's what everyone was saying it's like how did it happen and from if i remember looking at the video it wasn't like it didn't look like it was a you know a kid or teenager somebody that would be messing around in it it kind of looked like a um a uh, uh a grown woman on it like probably somebody you know mid 50s mm. So who knows what happened, but you could have hit anything in the track and all it's got to do is just pop up. And I mean, it was like almost completely sideways. That's not so good. They, they did a good job that, with it. That'll derail the whole entire day, too. <laughs> right. Um, guests completely ruined Disney cast member magic in TikTok video. So on this one, it's kind of a clickbaity title because i'm like oh what the heck is going on with this well somebody was doing a tiktok video and you know how the cast members they will um make the characters out of water the sweepers you know they put their the the bucket will have water in it and then the broom Mm -hmm. they'll um like collapse and put a hair tie around the bottom of it and like a paintbrush well somebody was there and they're like, you know what? <clears throat> so the cast member was in the middle of drawing these. It's not like, oh, they, you know, drew them and walk them and walked away. I mean, she was in the process of drawing it. Now, mind you, I don't know exactly where it's at if it was in a heavy traffic uh, walkway or whatnot. <laughs> but somebody was just sitting there recording them draw this, and I believe it was um, either Daisy or Minnie. I can't remember. And they were saying, okay, see how many people will step on this as she was drawing it. And it was a total of 15 people stepped on it. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, people step on it. You know, should be a little bit more 
courteous, but some of them you could tell because she was just focused on the ground. So you can't see the person, you know, you just see the person's feet from like their right. knee or waist down. Yeah. And you could see some of them like they weren't paying attention. Like the way they stepped was like, oh, you could see that they were trying to move to get get out of the way, but they've already stepped yeah. on it. And the other thing is, is it's it's water. So in probably 15 minutes, it's going to be dried up and gone anyways. I mean, it's not like they're doing chalk art or something out there. Um, but it was just, I saw that. I'm like, oh, wait, what the heck is going on here? I'm like, oh, really? I mean, granted, you know, yeah, it does stink. But, I mean, it's something that isn't going to be there for a long time anyways. And you yeah. can tell, like I said, of the 15, probably like um, three to five of them, you could tell they were like, oh, whoops, sorry. Like, I didn't mean to step on that because they probably weren't paying attention or were in a group of people or whatnot and didn't notice it. So, but yeah, that's all what it was. Yeah. It's they're trying to get this viral stuff out of people. Like I saw one that was kind of funny because my wife is pregnant. And um, did you see the lady, the video on TikTok of the lady going into labor at the park? And it's like when you hear that if you have a baby in the park, you get lifetime pass for your child. And the lady yeah. is sitting there going through contractions. And I think she's trying, but they they the cast member sees her in time and she ends up getting stretchered out. And well, yeah, I mean, that's just I mean, it's not necessarily a medical emergency, but I mean, if something happens there, they're going to want to get you yep. the proper medical attention or to yes, a hospital, which, um, which this other guest says Disney guest stretchered out of park after alarming incident. Yeah, I didn't see exactly what it was. Um, uh, oh, it's the one that was having contractions. There you go. Okay. There, there you go. go. Oh, and also on that TikTok one on the video, it has uh, 12,200 12, views on it. And it looked like it was on um, Disneyland because the girl that posted it is from Southern California. Oh. Um, so, and la yeah. and lastly, items stolen from children, guests left devastated in Disney. Good. Hey, there we go. If anything comes about from this, we could plan it. And when we go there, you steal something from my son or I'll steal something for from your son and then we could say that we were left devastated and then you know because everyone was getting shirts when they were got dress coded free shirts oh yeah and maybe we could get something something for it i i don't know man i feel like sometimes it's just i don't know i feel like people are just saying stuff to get free stuff right no exactly and with social media and everything just so <laughs> um quick you know, the news and information is just so quick to get out. Um, and especially now it's all the in living in this media world that we live in and trying to get clicks and downloads and going viral is, you know, anybody will do anything, you know, like eat a bread bowl on a roller coaster or drink the, the water from Splash Mountain. So Tim Tim, is that you're gonna do next time you're there? You're gonna drink the water out of Splash Mountain? No. 
I'm going to get a five-gallon bucket and scoop up water out of it and sell it in one-ounce jars on eBay. Hey, that's how you got to do it. Uh, Tim Tim will be our normal correspondent going to Disney since he has an annual pass again, and Mr. J won't be our only person giving us reviews, so I am happy for that, Um, getting more info out of it. And if I could find find out on how to do it with my phone or whatnot, can even take, uh, do like updates and send them to you. That is true. Um, So I want to thank everyone for coming through. We had not as much as normal, but we had quite a bit. We want to thank you guys for coming through. Thank you for always listening, sharing liking subscribing whatever you do we greatly appreciate it um for the fomo cast i'm chris and i'm tim and we will see you guys next time <laughs>